this is Carolyn Holzman. Here is what you're going to get. I'll be my honest uh, expression of my experiences in SEO, whether it's a client experience or what I see in Google and the research and testing. But I do caution you, um, you're not going to hear or read anything that I'm sharing validated by Google. They're really not driven to have our business's best interest at heart. They're a multinational business that last year, good for them, pulled in $200 billion and more than half of that from paid ads. You just have to remember you're pretty much on your own. So that's why I wanted to start this podcast. So if you're an SEO, I get you. And when I say that, I really, really get you. And if you're a business owner, I know it's going to sound corny, but I get you too. Because before I was an SEO, I was a local business owner for decades. And there are times where I still feel the pain. But let's get started. Welcome back. This is season two, episode 24. This is the first episode of the summer. So between now and the end of summer, I will be surrounded by mountains and trees and mediocre internet broadband. I am working remotely, emphasis on working, but it feels really good to be out of the Texas heat. Quick housekeeping note, I was completely remiss in last week's episode to include how to get the SEO volatility software that I spoke about. It is from the same person who developed Quora software tools, Ted Kubaitis. Now you'll find a link in the description, but you can find it at top SEO factors.com. So it's top SEO factors, all one word, and then com. And he has tiles across the top, one for each of his uh, software set suites. So just look for the word volatility. Now this technology is already built into Quora, but in order to get all the details the way I talked about it last week when describing the rank position for clients, um, and I'm going to do it again today, the only way you can get that kind of detail is by the standalone tool. Now I wanted to share an interesting situation that the volatility, vol, it's hard to say, say that 10 times twice. <laughs> the volatility tool opened my eyes to a particular situation. So I am one of the projects, I'm going to tell you about one of the projects I'm working on and then I'll update you on the mobile first indexing test. But one of the projects is I've been tasked to identify page two opportunities on a, on a large site and um, obviously do what is necessary to take those page two results and pop them over into page one. So uh, it's a particular uh, type of page that this organization is looking to promote. Uh, it's a national, uh, large nationwide site with local representation across the country. So it sounds easy, doesn't it? Just find them and do it. Well, identifying the target pages in the smaller areas, um, because we're looking for where the competition might be a little squishy. Um, and it's really fun because you can always tell everybody aims for the big brass ring, right? So that's why the thinking is it might be a little squishy in these smaller towns where maybe Google doesn't show a lot of search volume for. And I see it all the time in Austin, you know, a lot of the the um, cost of running a business in Austin is up. So a lot of people are out of the city, but they're all targeting in the city. So it, it's not unusual. It's very, very normal. Um, so I'm having to look for these page two rankings and I'm using various tools that provide me some reports to give me an idea about what, 
which pages are ranking on page two. Now, one of the reports allows me to isolate by position. So you, I can find the URLs on that site that rank either in the top of page two, which is spot 11, or the bottom of page two, which is spot 20. So 11 through 20. And then I narrow down what, what is um, targeting, you know, very specific cities. Well, as I was doing this, two things occurred to me. One, I thought, hmm, you know, it's so often I think people forget the localness of, of Google. You know, it doesn't matter what you are searching for necessarily. If Google thinks it's a local search, they're going to show you local. If they think it's not a local search, they will not show you local. So, you know, if you were looking for something like Noritake Royal, uh, Royal Orchard, China, that is not a local search. You might think you want to go find a local store, but you're not going to. You're going to have to probably do some mail order. But if you're looking for something like web designers, CD duplication, moving companies, those are things that are far likely to offer you very specific local businesses based on the search location. That means where you are. It's not where the business is. It's where you are. So anyway, um, moving along, as I find these things on page two, the, the report doesn't really let me say, um, isolate these URLs and pretend that you're searching from this, you know, little small town USA. So sometimes I will find pages in that report that are ranking on page two, but when I use, cause you, you can use numbers of tools that will help you, uh, say, I want to search for this term in this city that's called localization. So, um, a lot of times I would find them and lo and behold, if I searched from that city, they were already on page one. Well, that knocks them out of this project. And then there'd be times where I would do the same different search, you know, and they're not on page two, they're way back on page four. So either way, they're kind of like kicked out of the project because they just don't fit the criteria. But I had this one URL that was kind of like I found it, but then I couldn't find it again on page two. And so I thought, well, let me use the volatility tool and kind of make sure, you know, maybe there's something interesting going on here. So it turned out that basically, um, when I put it in the uh, volatility tool and the, just a quick recap, the tool lets you do multiple rapid searches. So it kind of samples so if you set it to run a 40 sample, it means it takes that same search term and you can localize uh, to a location if you want, and then say, run, run this 40 times. And the software does all the math. You don't have to worry about it, um, but it'll show you like, was this in every one of those 40 samples? And if not, you know, gives a percentage. If it's not a hundred, it'll show you exactly what. And when I did it for this, this weird URL, it came out and it said it was only 2% of the time in these searches. So for instance, out of every hundred searches, it would only show up twice uh, for, for people to, to see. And you can imagine there's a lot of missed opportunity when you don't show up, when your URL is not in the search. 
So I got intrigued and thought, well, what if I, you know, it's on, it's on page two, only 2% of the time. So it meets half the criteria, but what if I could rehabilitate this page to be in a hundred percent? And if I can do that, then it's going to be part of the project. So it was super, super fun. You know, it's like you, as an SEO, sometimes, you know, you're presented with things you go like, oh, this will be easy. But then, you know, when you get into it, the meat and potatoes of it, it's really fun. And if you're a business owner, you're probably going like, wow, I don't love it that much. I just want to make money. Me too. But it's, uh, it, it, it is fun sometimes when you, when you realize, you know, how informative these tools can help you in your decision making. Uh, you know, it caught my attention and I'm really glad I paid attention. Okay, so now we're going to talk about the mobile uh, first indexing test. Now, I've been running it, and I've talked about it before. Uh, last week's episode was the first real update since I had successfully got it set up and started optimizing the mobile version of the site. So in this test, I have two separate sets of uh, website files for the same domain. One, uh, the mobile version is set up on a subdomain, and then there's the regular desktop version. Now the desktop version is mostly images, and it, there are instructions uh, on it that says, you know, if something mobile this way crawls, show them the mobile site. Now Google has said that it ranks and scores based on the mobile content versions of our sites. So if we have a less optimized mobile version of the site, then we're not going to rank as well on desktop, even if our desktop version is highly optimized. I do know that most of us have responsive websites. So some of you, if you're tuning out on this, bye-bye. But if you're interested in this, it's, it's kind of cool that this is something that Google has told us they they want to do, they want to go to mobile first indexing for everything. And last year they had a whole, they were like, Oh, we're going to do this by June. And then it was, Oh, we're going to do this by July. And I was like, Oh, we're going to do this by October to finally in November, they were like, you know what? We're going to not give it a date. We're just going to let you know when we do it. But of course, at the time they said our sites were not set up for it. That's weird. Anyway, so I took this as a great opportunity that I happen to have, which is, you know, I've had a lot of history with this site and it's for a real live business. Um, the owner sells a hundred percent of what he has every month. And so this is a particular situation where he's paying me is more like insurance. You know, he won't invest in a new site because he doesn't have to. It, it wouldn't show any ROI and it would basically be an expense versus an investment. So getting back to the project, I was tracking a three word phrase, which is a competitive term in the area, but there's no city in the term. So I'm just relying on the localness from the GMB and the site. And that is to say the desktop version of the site upon which I have done nothing. I have not changed a thing on the desktop version. I've only modified the second, uh, the, the mobile, the separate mobile site that's on the subdomain. 
And once I started this, and you can, I go through it last week's episode, but the desktop version went from spot 51 to spot 32. And that's really cool. And it's cool to have data that this is how things are working. So I made a a few more tweaks and uh, I detailed them last week, but the short version is um, I... I kind of looked at my two tracking tools, you know, my rank tracker tool, and then I used the volatility. And I found that in the volatility tool, this page was being tested upward. And obviously there's more room. There's there's more room between even testing upward in page one. So what happened this week? Well, in the tracker, um, that it's just a static tracker. Um, it showed it coming in now at the number 22nd spot. So it went from uh, 32 to 22. And then I looked in the volatility tool. So again, I, I ran a 40 sample run and the desktop site URL again appeared 100%. 30% of the time, it was at the 21st spot. And here's the interesting part is that there's a lot, it shows in the the chart in the software that this page is being tested higher up to the number 16 spot. So let's just recap here for a second. Starting this test, it started out at page six and now it's testing up to page two. Now that's an improvement, a pretty good improvement, 35 spots since starting this test. And now I'm thinking, hmm, how much higher can I push this with on-page on the mobile version? Pretty exciting results. My my client doesn't care. He's very happy as he can be. So I have this fun experiment that will likely lead to one of his competitors calling foul when they see this little dinky site on page one. Ain't I a stinker? Well, that's going to do it for today. Thank you to the confessions of SEO sponsors and supporters. Thank you for being a listener and subscribe to confessions wherever you're listening to it's on audible, Spotify, Amazon, Alexa. And if you haven't settled on a source for your podcast, you can just Google confessions of an SEO. It's the entire page one. So remember all of us stand to make business and success together when both we, the SEOs and our SEO clients understand each other and Google better. It's been my pleasure to be your host. Thank you for your time and I will see you in the service.